hello, welcome back. So, I had made an episode a few back during the holidays, and I had said that a good way that I have survived the holidays was I kind of use weed as my clutch. I use marijuana as a way to help me ease my anxiety, help me ease my stress, and for the better half of my life, that's what I've always done. I would say more times in my life than not, that is what I've used to help me through the shit that I've endured. Um, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't, you know, I can sit there and and say it's better than this and it's better than that, but I, I just, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the case either. But what I've realized after sitting with myself and, you know, I I keep saying that I know this is going to be the best year of my life and I know that things are going to, great things are going to happen for me this year, but I, I keep trying to catch myself in vision, like what that looks like for me and who that person looks like to me. And a part of me feels like that person doesn't have something to depend on like that. And I also realize that majority of the bad things that have happened to me in my life has been due to alcohol. A lot of bad things that have happened to me has been due to alcohol. And, and I saw something the other day. Um, it was like literally a meme. And it said, uh, I'm not a victim. I put myself in hard situations and I survived them. And I feel like that's a very accurate way to depict my life. Now, granted, I have fallen victim to a lot of bad things that were not my intention to fall victim to, but I did. But I've never, ever, ever felt like a victim in any way. And it's always been hard because it's like, well, I am a victim of these things, but I don't feel like a victim. So like, how do I, how do I like deal with this? How do I cope with this? You know? And, and, you know, and and it was always like me never leaving myself space to deal with it and to handle the things I needed to handle. And, you know, though I'm a big believer in feeling what I need to feel. And I feel like I've done a lot of that. I still have always had weed as my clutch. I've had alcohol as my clutch when I've been bored and, you know, alcohol has never really been a big problem in my life, but it is a problem when I'm drinking. Alcohol is not a problem in my everyday life, but when I am drinking, alcohol is a problem for me. I don't know when to stop. And I've always heard people with ADHD, like they struggle a lot more with binging in general. I think that's why I struggle with binging. I think that's why I struggle with binge drinking. Um, And so alcohol has been something I've been trying to transition out of my life for a while. Uh, especially like this year, I kind of made it a goal and I made it an intention to like, kind of really take myself out of it. Um, but weed was never really on the agenda, I guess. But then, as I said, I started thinking to myself about like, what does this newer, greater version of myself look like? And I keep thinking like everything in your life has changed, Cheyenne, except for a couple things. And that is that you refuse to let go of the things that I think you use the most to help you. 
Um, and so with that, I am starting a sobriety journey. I am starting a journey with myself just to see what could come of it. I don't know if my intentions are to be sober for the rest of my life. With alcohol, in a perfect world, yes. Um, at the very least, I'm giving myself 30 days. But alcohol is something that I definitely think I'm going to be leaving in the past. But weed is something that I feel like I'm going to struggle with really hard to do. I feel like I'm... But maybe I won't be. Maybe maybe after 30 days, I'll be like, I don't even miss it. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know anything about it. I just know that I don't know myself outside of those things. Like, I don't know... You know, other than when I did 75 hard and I gave up drinking for, you know, 75 days, I still, I still was smoking. And therefore, I still was having the urges to binge. Okay, so it's like how I look at it is like, yes, marijuana helps me in a lot of, a lot of different ways. It helps me in a ton of different ways. Alcohol, I can't really say it helps me in any way. I think I'm fun without it. I think I can have fun without it. I just feel like it's just something I like to do because it's just something very casual and chill that I just like to do. But at the same time, how I look at it is that weed has been my thing for so long and weed triggers other things in me that I want to rid of, like binge eating, you know? I could smoke sometimes and not binge eat at all. And there are times I could smoke and I will eat until I can't stand it, can't stand the thought of myself. And, you know, with alcohol, as I said, it's like there's certain things with alcohol that trigger me to not know when to stop, that, you know, I'm blackout, wasted, drunk. And I've spoken openly and candidly about some of the things that have happened to me. But, you know, both times I was sexually assaulted, I was drunk. Um, you know, I mean, I've never went to jail. I've never got a DUI, thank God. But I consider myself lucky for that. Um, you know, and I, uh, I feel like just like the whole thought of it is making me anxious because I feel like, you know, once I put things out there, there's like an obligation to hold that standard up and, I want to hold that standard up, not because I'm saying about it out loud, but because I just want that life for myself. And so I want to try to find other ways in my life that I can, that I can cope without having to numb. Because I think that's a lot of why just in society, we have just problems with substances, you know, pills, alcohol, weed, all of it, you know, even, even addiction to technology. Like, that's a big coping mechanism. And that's also something I use as a coping mechanism, you know? When I'm having a really hard day, like, of course, just like with anybody, I want to put my head in my phone and tune the rest of the world out. And it's no difference than, you know, when people who are having a hard day at work, they want to go and drink their sorrows away. Or like, for instance, in mine, I want to go and just smoke and kind of numb it away. But that's not how I want to live my life forever. That's not... And then again, it's like, it's not to like cast judgment on those who do. This is just for me and my experience and my experience alone is that like, I don't want that to be my life forever. I don't want my daughter to think that that's how she has to live her life. 
And I'm open with my daughter about the things that I do. I wasn't always, I always hid it from her for a very, very, very long time. And then the last couple of years, I finally just decided to tell her because I thought, why not? You know, she's getting older. She's not dumb. And, you know, now her and I can talk about it openly. It's not something I do in front of her. It's not something she's like super like well aware of, but at the same time, like she knows. And, you know, I, I, that used to make me feel better. Like, oh, woo, woo. Finally, she knows I don't have to feel like I have this over me. But then, you know, now I just started thinking of like, do I really, do I really want that for her? You know, and I know people are going to do what they're going to do regardless. And, and, but it's just for me, I want to be the example that I can show to my daughter of like, there are healthier other, there are other healthier ways to cope with the shit that life throws your way. You don't always have to numb the pain away. You don't always have to like take yourself outside of yourself in order to feel better because that's not really feeling at all. And, you know, a lot of my stress and anxiety and all of that gets subsided with weed. And I think like, okay, what if I was to actually sit with those feelings a lot more, you know, and I do sit with my shit. (laughs) I sit with my shit, but I still know that I use it as a clutch. And so I decided for 30 days, I'm going to go sober. 30 days, I'm going to go sober from weed. I'm going to go sober from alcohol. I'm going to go sober from caffeine because to be honest, caffeine's not really a thing for me anyways. I don't even know why I drink it. I don't know why. It's not like something I don't, it's not like I drink it a lot, but I probably have like a few sips of an energy drink a day doesn't do anything for me. Energy drinks never have. As I said, I have ADHD. I think caffeine really doesn't work with people for ADHD, but still something that I always use or I always drink. Um, and you know, I I like to consider myself a relatively healthy person and I don't know. I just want, I just want a more fulfilled life. And I, and I, and I keep thinking of myself as like, who is this version that you're envisioning that, you know, who is this person that you see so clearly, but yet feel so far away. And I don't know. So at this point, I'm just playing, I'm just testing out different things with myself. You know, like, okay, let me just, let me try out a sober Cheyenne. Maybe a sober Cheyenne is what, what we finally need to like get the ball rolling, you know, to get, and I mean, the ball is currently rolling. Like I am currently, even right now, as I speak, becoming a better version of myself. But again, it's just like, it's just different. And I, and I don't know. And I, I'm honestly like, whew, feeling a little like anxious myself with it. And you know, with my relationship, especially like, that's always been something that's been kind of like our thing, you know, is like, we like to smoke together. We like to unwind at the end of the night and, and, you know, smoke a little bit. And, you know, when we're going out in social settings, that's like what we like to do. And, you know, I've sat there with my you know, with my boyfriend and I've asked him a lot of like, you know, imagine like what could happen if we just, I don't know, kind of gave it up for a little bit. Like we don't, we don't know a relationship outside of our relationship where we're smoking. You know, I think for drinking, as I said, that's one thing. And I don't do anything other than those two things. Like I don't take pills or, you know, do like other drugs or anything like that. But so I am only referencing those two things, but um, you know, I've just told him of like, what could that look like for us? 
you know, and just to speak candidly about my relationships, like we have had a lot of ups and downs throughout the last couple of years. And like, especially after losing my dad, I feel like we went through a really, really rough patch to the point where I was ready to wash my hands with it. He was ready to wash his hands with that. Like we were, we were like getting to that point with each other. And I don't know what happened and what changed, but things did change. Things got tremendously better. Our communication got better. Everything got better. And we were still smoking through that and that was fine. But sometimes we catch ourselves falling back into that like same routine with one another. And I just keep telling him like, you know, I think he also uses it as a cope for himself. And I'm just trying to do a trial run with my life. I'm just, I'm just going to give sobriety a, ch- a shot. I'm going to give sobriety a chance. I'm going to see how clear headed I can become. I'm going to see how enlightened I can become. I just want to like know a different side of me that I really have never given myself a fair shot to know. You know, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit afraid, but at this point, how I look at it is that all my like partying friends I have, I don't really have those friends anymore. I don't really like, I don't really have that many friends anymore in general. So it's like, what am I missing out on? You know, I think part of the reason why people are scared to get sober is because they're scared to lose their support system. They're scared to lose their friends. I don't really have any of that right now. You know, I've been in a new city for a couple of years. I haven't made well-established friendships. I haven't, you know, I, I just haven't done all that. So I'm like, Cheyenne, what do you have to lose at this point? You know, what are you, you're afraid you're going to be alone? Like I'm already alone most of the time. I'm, I'm with my daughter, with my boyfriend. Like that's about it. Um, so yes, I'm a little, I'm a little bit afraid because I haven't, well, today was actually a hard day for me. So I guess I can't say that I haven't came across anything hard and, and tried to face it on my own because I have. And you know, and also it's not like, it's not like I'm having a bad day and then I'll just like smoke it all away. It's just like, like I said, it's just something that I do. Like I could tell you, I could tell you my day in the life of what I do and when I do it. And part of that is you know, I go to the gym and then I hit my pen and then I get some work in. And then after work, I hit, you know, I smoke again and then, you know, I'm fine again. And then before bed I smoke. So it's like these different times in my life is when I'm using it. And with alcohol, as I said, it's like, I, I can be fine without it, but there's certain times with alcohol that, Ooh, I just don't know how to stop. I don't want to feel that way. I don't like the way that makes me feel. I don't like feeling like I'm not in control of myself. I don't like feel. I don't like feeling like shit the next day. Like, ooh, I had a holiday Christmas party thing the other day and like, I felt so, so shitty. I mean, I binge drank. I felt like absolute dog shit. It ruined my entire day the next day. It was brutal. And honestly, if you're hearing my voice sounding like raspy and shitty, I think it's kind of from that. And so... I had already kind of made my mind up on drinking before then anyways, but that was kind of, that kind of like put the nail in the coffin for me. I was like, okay, no more. But you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm putting out there. Uh, and just hopes that if you're afraid that you can't get sober because you don't know yourself outside of that, I want you to know that you can. And there's so much more to you. There's so much more of you to explore. There's so much more to you than just what you know yourself to be. 
And I am a believer in, in growth. I'm a believer in like expansion. And I just think that in order for me to expand, in order for me to grow, in order for me to become who I am wanting to become, who I am trusting to become, who I am allowing myself to become, I have to let go of some things. And for now, that's going to start off with me being sober for a bit. You know, as I said, I'm starting off with 30 days. Maybe 30 days will go to 60 days. Maybe 60 days will go to 90 days. Maybe I just end up saying, you know what? This is who I am now. And I love this version of me. And honestly, that's what I'm hoping for. And that's not to say I don't love weed because I do love it. I, I really actually do enjoy it. And I can't say that there's a lot of negative things that it brings to my life other than the fact that it's something that I just think, well, what if I gave it up? So it's like, you know, I can't say that I'll I'll never, ever do it again. I know that I, I know that that's not the case. I'm sure that I probably will. But if at the very least I can take it to where it's not a part of my daily routine, it's not a part of something that I feel like I'm so stuck in the habit of doing, then that's a win for me, honestly. And as far as alcohol goes, sayonara, see you later, sucker. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. And again, it's like, it's winter time. So that's easy to say summertime. I might struggle a lot more with it, but I'm hoping over the next few months that I find other ways to other things to take up my time. And that's like another thing, you know, I guess that's like the biggest thing is it's like, I think about the time that I take up even just sitting down, rolling a joint, smoking a joint, hanging out. It's like, that takes up time. And I believe time is one of the most valuable assets that we have. And I'm just trying to like, think of what can I be doing with my time better than this? You know, it's not that this is like so detrimental and stopping me from like doing all the things I want to do. Cause it's not, I'm here. I'm doing this right now. I've been doing this for a couple months and I've steadily been smoking this entire time. But as I said, I just think about the time that it can save me, the person I can become, the different ways I can learn to cope, how I can learn to spend my time a little bit just better and utilize my life just to the fullest extent, you know, because that's what I really think life is about. And growing up and not really having anything else to do, but smoke and drink and get in trouble. That's not who I am anymore. I do have things to do in my life now and I do have things that I want to fill my time with better and I do have just another life outside of the life that I've always known. And so I'm looking forward to exploring that more and I'm looking forward to seeing where this journey will take me and you know as I said my expectations for now are is 30 days and I'm hoping that at the end of that I might feel entirely differently. I don't know. But that's my truth. And that's what I felt like sharing with you today. Um, because I think that sometimes we just think that we can't do things or we think that we're not as strong as, as we know ourselves to be. Or as I said, it's like, once we do something for so long, we just take that as that's who we are as people. And I'm telling you, it's not, it doesn't have to be who you are as a person. And that stands for anything on the sobriety that stands for your emotional detachment with yourself that stands for your anger issues that stands for anything and everything that you try to label yourself as this is who I am I guarantee you could be somebody else if you wanted to be you could do something else if you wanted to do it and you can let go of things that maybe don't serve you you know I've never had to struggle against a heavy addiction I don't have an addictive personality 
And I think that's probably why it's so easy. It's not, it's not like it's so easy, but I think that's why it's easier for me to just say, okay, I'm done doing this. Um, but this is something I've been thinking about for a while. And so I, I'm sure with people with addictive personalities and people who struggle heavily with addiction, it's a lot harder. And, uh, you know, my, I'm sending all my love your way because I, I can only imagine how hard that is. But I think for me, if I have the ability to be able to let go of something that isn't serving me the best, then I owe myself, I owe myself something. I don't know. I guess I owe myself that, that favor of at least giving it a shot. So thank you for listening to me. I'm excited to see the sobriety journey and where it's going to take me. And, you know, I'm excited to like, I don't know, see what my life will manifest in this, this year, because I just, I know it'll be something good if I only allow myself the grace to have it. So thank you so much for joining me and talking to me and supporting me and you know, if you're ever listening to this and you feel like you really want to get your story out and and talk about some heavy shit that you have going on, well, you know, you know who to come to. I'm here. I'm ready. I appreciate you for being here with me and we will talk really soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs>